The Devils put up a touchdown and the Flyers only put up a field goal. The score was 6-3 to three at the conclusion of the stadium series at MetLife Stadium. And the Devils put on a show in front of 70,000-plus fans in attendance. And the Devils now have seven points in their last five games. And Nico Heischer, he led the way. But did he get some help from P.K. Subban? What do I mean by that? We have a lot to break down in today's special episode of Locked on Devils. The stadium series is in the books. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, plug a play announcer. Devils are for Pucks and Pitchforks and also part-time credential me member, Trey Matthews. Okay, I got to be completely honest with you guys. I am recording this episode with a heavy heart, and it has nothing to do with the New Jersey Devils because they scored a touchdown on the Philadelphia Flyers at MetLife Stadium for the stadium series, but it has to do with the fact that I wasn't able to make it out to the Meadowlands to cover the big event because there were some logistics that were out of my control, out of my power. So I ended up watching the game on my TV. And I got to be honest, it looked a lot of fun from tailgating to the pregame festivities, uh, the Jonas Brothers concert, Gaslight Anthem performing Howl after every Devil's Goal and also doing an intermission concert alongside with the Jonas Brothers. And I just saw a lot of people having fun. I'm seeing the responses on social media saying it was the best game that they've been to. And this was probably the devil's uh, biggest game of the season. And the fact that I was not there to cover it, it really killed me. But I can't take away from the fact that it was a great game. I can't deny how good that game was. I can't deny it. It was a phenomenal effort from start to finish by the devils. Thanks to their captain. Thanks to Nico Dawes and Overall, it it just seemed like the Devils just uh, played their hearts out. It felt like a Super Bowl-type atmosphere because, once again, they scored a touchdown at MetLife Stadium. They racked up six goals. They played in front of 70,000-plus fans, and they have now racked up seven points in their last five games. And this Flyers team entering this matchup, they were on a five-game point streak, so all hands were going to be needed on deck in order for the Devils to come away with the victory because the Devils were coming off a heartbreaking loss against the LA Kings in their more recent matchup. But before I talk about the game, I want to talk about the atmosphere in general. So I talked about it just momentarily. The Jonas Brothers, they did a pregame concert. They also performed during the intermission. Gaslight Anthem, they also performed their song Howl after every Devils goal, and they also performed during the intermission. Now, truthfully, I don't really know much about the Jonas Brothers. I guess my favorite song by them is their song Mercy because that was featured on the Space Jam, a new legacy soundtrack. I enjoyed it. And for Gaslight Anthem, I don't really know much about their music. The only song I I can really tell you is the song Howl and that's performed after every Devil's Goal. But it was nice that those two bands came together to put on that type of performance. Seems like everyone enjoyed tailgating and Once again, 70,000 plus fans for a hockey game. And it's going to be top next year when the Columbus Blue Jackets play their outdoor game at the Ohio State University. And I remember uh, there was an outdoor game at the University of Michigan 
the big house, which is the biggest college football stadium in the entire country. All in all, I would say the experience was really good. I enjoyed the television broadcast from ESPN. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but to each their own. The only issue I had with the broadcast was actually the opening package in which they were trying to get people excited for it. But this is a Flyers and Devils matchup, and the Devils are considered the home team since this game is being taken place in New Jersey. So why show a Mark Messier goal? It was the infamous goal for all Devils fans in which Messier guaranteed a game six victory, and he's and that was the game in which he netted the hat trick, and boom, game seven is played, and we know how that panned out for the Rangers. That didn't really make much sense, and why have Messier say something like, sorry, Devils fans? Like, this is meant for the Devils discourse, not the Rangers discourse. Like, play that package when the Rangers take on the Islanders. So I was just a little confused. Maybe they played the wrong package, but the broadcast itself, I didn't really mind it. And that's the important thing because I was talking to Catherine Bogart about this in yesterday's episode, which is people aren't going to really remember the game in great detail, but they're going to remember the experience. They're going to remember all the other surrounding factors. And I think the NHL did a good job. The only thing I would say is that they got to get better at marketing the event. And I talked to Chico Resch about this because this event was really good. Like it was very enjoyable from what I saw. Seems like everyone have a, had a good time. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, leave a comment down below. If you attended the game, did you enjoy it? So I think uh, the NHL really did a good job of catering to the tri-state area. And when this episode goes live, the Islanders and Rangers, they're going to play their respective game in the same stadium. All in all, I would say it was a pretty good uh, atmosphere. Now, let's talk about this game. What was the difference maker for the Devils? Well, quite simply, they came out with a sense of urgency because they scored within the first 30 seconds of the matchup, thanks to Nico Heischer. Now, a lot of people are wondering, where was this sort of effort in some of their previous matchups? Because I remember talking about this in my uh, latest post-game recap episode in which the Devils got off to sort of a slow start against the LA Kings. And maybe if they had just gotten off to better starts early on in the year, they could have uh, performed a lot better. People are circling back to P.K. Subban reading the lineup pregame. I'm going to play that because it is too good to not share. So if you missed it, check it out. Adam, how about those Devils? How about those Devils? I don't need this coach. I'm good. Can I get a ski yee? Let's start with the head coach. He's buff, he's tough, he's Lindy Ruff. He's pretty and he lives in Jersey City, number 13, Nico Hishauza. He may be Swedish, but damn, he can finish. Jesper Brett, tit-a-tat, where my boy at? He's long, strong, and down to get the defense on Lucas Hughes. He ain't Dan Marino, but he likes to sip on Pellegrino. John Marino, baby. He's got two cups, and that's a lot. Andre Palat. He breaks laws, and maybe Jaws. Kicking him in net, Nico Dawes. Let's go, baby. Let's go, boys. Have a good one. Enjoy the moment. I love you guys. Have fun. You can say whatever you want to say about P.K. Subban, but the one thing you cannot deny is his love for the New Jersey Devils and everyone who is still on the roster when he was still playing with the organization. 
That was phenomenal. Maybe it's because I grew up in a poetry type family because my mother is a professional poet. Same with my brother. So I kind of have grown up with spoken word poetry. But I thought that was great by P.K. Subban. I didn't think it was cringeworthy. I thought it was not too much. I felt like it was just the perfect median of enthusiasm, but getting to the point because obviously these guys have a game to prepare for. And the fact at the beginning, when they were trying to hand them a lineup card, he said, nope, I already got something lined up. Don't need it. And even gave some love to Lindy Ruff. P.K. Subban, he just knows how to put on a show. He knows how to cater to a lot of uh, NHL fans. He's a fan favorite for a reason. And you can say whatever you want to say about him during his tenure with the Devils. But once again, P.K. Subban is working at ESPN. That's a national network. And he's showing a lot of love to New Jersey on that platform. And he makes sure to show a lot of love to Jack Hughes as well. So I think that was the difference maker in the first period, which was the Devils just got off to a very good start, led by Nico Heischer. Now, there's no proof as to whether or not that pregame uh, lineup read was the reason why they got off to a good start. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I was willing to run through a wall after I heard P.K. Subban read the lineup card. I don't know about y'all, but I... Thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, on to the second period, which was a little bit different compared to the first period for the Devils, but I'd rather get them get off to a better start. But the second period, they allowed for the Flyers to get 27 shots on Nico Dawes. For reference, the Flyers only had nine shots on Dawes in the first period. So the 27 shots on Dawes, that is the most in a single period in outdoor hockey history. And what happened to the Devils? They just stopped skating. And luckily, Nico Dawes was in net to help them out. It was the Owen Tippett show. Remember, Owen Tippett scored the game-winning goal in OT back in December when the Devils lost to the Flyers. Towards the beginning of the second period, Owen Tippett just capitalized on a Devils mistake because Andre Pilat and John Marino failed to clear the puck, which kept the offensive possession alive for the Flyers. And Tippett was able to score. Then Brendan Smith, we'll talk about this in the second segment, but he was able to extend the lead back out to two for Devils by making a three to one lead. Then Bastion made it four to one. Then Tippett a little later in the period when Andre Pilat got his penalty for hooking Jamie Drysdale, he got the power play goal. Now, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think Andre Pilat uh, was given a fair assessment. I don't think that was a hooking call. Looking back at the replay, I think that was a soft call by the referees, but that's just from my perspective. But nonetheless, Tippett uh, cut the lead in half once again. And people were wondering, would that be the momentum booster for the Flyers to try to amount the comeback in the third period of regulation? Well, Nico Heischer extended the lead for the Devils, putting them out to a 5-2 to two lead. John Marino, he redeemed himself by keeping the offensive possession alive. And Jesper Bratt, just a beautiful feed. And Nico Heischer got his 18th goal of the season. And he was, by and large, once again, the reason why the Devils walked away with this victory. And once Heischer got that goal to make it a 5-2 lead, I just knew the Devils were going to win. No way they were going to blow this lead. Now, they did allow a goal to Nick Sealer, which, fun fact, that was his first goal of the season. So, Hell of a time to get it at, 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 during the stadium series. But Nathan Bastian, he got the empty netter goal. It was a second goal of the season. And that's all the Devils needed. This game was just phenomenal to watch. And right now, if you're watching on YouTube, this was the jacket I was supposed to wear at the stadium series. I didn't want it to go to waste. But that was just a good effort from the Devils. 
kind of a slow second period, but the one thing I respect for the Devils is that they didn't let up. Now, I'm going to give you guys my three stars of the game and also some honorable mentions that caught my eye. But before we continue, let me tell you guys about Camino Consulting. So how would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another's prevents small understandings from becoming big ongoing fights. After providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees, Camino is offering digital seminars for families and couples. Did your Valentine's gift of tickets to the stadium series not go as well as you would like? Well, get the couples and family online seminar for 25% off the first month of February using the discount code locked on. Again, that is the discount code locked on for 25% off the rest of the month at CaminoConsulting.ca or mention locked on when reaching out for a business seminar and receive the five first profiles free. Okay, let's name some honorable mentions and then my personal three stars of the game. So honorable mention number one, Tyler Toffoli, who scored in this game as well. Uh, before we talk about Tyler Toffoli and his even strength goal, I just got to give credit for him because he is trying to keep the Devils power play somewhat afloat in the top 10 in the NHL because the Devils are like two for their last 40 something attempts, if my memory serves me well. And who has both of those power play goals is Tyler Toffoli, who got him during the last few games. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, once again, you could say what you want to say about him. He's not the fastest skater and he's not the biggest guy, but he knows how to position himself. And case in point in this game, because Tyler Toffoli, he initially won the faceoff and this came in the first period and he positioned himself in the right possible time, went back door, found the back of the net. So great feed from Brendan Smith and also Jack Hughes. And worth mentioning that Tyler Toffoli actually is now tied with David Pasternak for most outdoor goals in NHL history. Remember, scoring goals is nothing new for Tyler Toffoli in the outdoors because he scored a hat trick, the first hat trick in outdoor NHL history when he was playing for the LA Kings back in 2020. Speaking of Toffoli's goal, let's talk about Jack Hughes, who got the secondary assist once again on that Toffoli goal. He's currently on a four-game point streak, and he has racked up five points during that four-game stretch, and he has now reached the 50-point marker in 38 game appearances. And that's why the fans pay to watch him play. And the biggest what-if for Jack Hughes' early part of his career, because he's still in his early 20s, is that what could his numbers be? If he just stayed healthy, what could he have accomplished at this point? Because I think he would be a finalist for the Hart Trophy this season if he didn't miss extended time. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. Just wanted to give a shout out to Jack Hughes. And now I, I got to give a shout out to Timo Meyer because Timo Meyer did get the primary assist on Nathan Bastian's first goal of the game in the second period. Meyer has three points in his previous four games, one goal, two assists during that span. That's all I'm going to say. Brendan Smith, multi-point performance as he got his second career goal in a Devils uniform. And similar to what I said about Sealer, if you have a knack for not doing something too often, I guess doing it on a big platform like the Stadium Series is the time to do so because I forgot Brendan Smith was not playing as a forward because he scored in the second period to give the Devils a 3-1 to one lead. But what was he doing? Point blank out in front in the crease and he had a rebound and knocked it on in. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, wait a minute, Brenda Smith, you're not playing forward in this game, and you're in that deep, and you score your second career goal as a devil? That's one way 
to pick it up. So I got to give him credit when credit is due. And he also got an assist this game on the Tyler Toffoli goal. He got the primary assist on it. I don't know how many of you uh, actually bet, but I don't think a lot of people put on their money line that Brendan Smith was going to get a multi-point performance. But those are some of the players I wanted to give a shout out to. Third star of the game, Nathan Bastian. Entering this game, Bastian only had three goals. This game alone, he had two. One of them was an empty netter, thanks to a give-a-go from uh, Eric Halla. But Nathan Bastian played phenomenally against the Philadelphia Flyers. And he's never a threat to score at all. But when he does, it could be electrifying. And that's what he did in the second period, jumping off to a 4-1 to lead. And it was an absolute beauty of a shot. It wasn't a fluke goal. He, he located it beautifully. And what more can I say about his celebration? Because uh, the, the narrative going into this matchup was just the Devils and their association to the Sopranos. Amazing stuff from Nathan Bastian. He's, uh, he's my third star of the game. My second star belongs to Nico. No, not Nico Heischer. Nico Dawes, the goalie for the Devils. Because let's go over some certain stats. For Mr. Dawes, shall we? Courtesy of Bill Spaulding, who was not on the call this game since it was nationally televised on ESPN. Nico Dawes appreciation post. He makes 43 saves on 46 shots on his fourth start in six games. He stopped 127 of 135 over the last four games. That's a 941 save percentage. After the last four games, Dawes is up to a 6-6-0 record with a 2.93 goals against average and a 9.12 save percentage this season. I also want to add on to that, Mr. Spaulding. Nico Dawes made the most saves in NHL outdoor hockey history. Nico Dawes has been the answer in net for the Devils, and that was his fourth start in his past six games. And did I mention in the previous post-game recap episode that he had hip surgery last year? I know I did. It was a rhetorical question, but it goes to show you just his tremendous progress. And he's one of the reasons why he is still salvaging the devil season. Here's the thing. He needs a breather. I don't think he should play in the next game against the Washington Capitals. You got, you can't overwork him. So he got the big win against the Flyers, but go easy on him. Let's not put too much pressure on his shoulders. And the Capitals are below the devils. And I think the devils has some decent momentum. If Vitek Vancek is not ready to go by Tuesday's game, I have no problem with Akira Schmid getting the nod to start for the Devils in that game. But going back to this game for Nico Dawes, splendid, fantastic. And the first star of the game, who else but the captain, Nico Heischer, getting the Devils off to a fast start. So he led the team in points with three. He led forwards in ice time. He led the team in shots. And he also had a legendary post-game interview with ESPN in which he dropped the F-bomb saying it was freaking amazing. And then immediately he covered his mouth. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Goes to show you that I don't think Nico is used to cussing like that. But he spoke from the heart. He was speaking to the fan base. He was speaking to everyone who came out to support because this event was just top-notch for a lot of Devils fans. And I'm glad that everyone can cherish that sort of memory. And that was one of Nico's biggest games of his career, if 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 I can say that controversially, because of what it meant. It, it felt like a Super Bowl-type atmosphere for the Devils, just with the amount of fans in attendance, the headlining by the Jonas Brothers, and also 
Gaslight Anthem and just all the festivities that were happening in the um, in the tri-state area. Talked about in the previous episode alongside with Catherine Bogart. It, it's just been some sort of phenomenon. And Nico Heischer, he came up to the plate and he knocked it out of the park for the Devils during their homecoming to the Meadowlands. So let me know what you guys think about my personal three stars of the game. And were there any other players that caught your eye? Now, before I compare the stats, give the Devils a letter grade, and we get out of here, let me tell you guys about Sleeper. So regardless of where the Devils are at in the standings, I want to remind you that you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests, and you don't just have to participate in fantasy hockey. You can participate in daily fantasy football, basketball, baseball, college football, all on the Sleeper app. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. You heard me, Devils fans. So head over to uh, Sleeper and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's use for details and locational availability. All right, let's compare the stats, give the Devils a letter grade, and get out of here. Shots on goal differential, 48 to 40 in favor of the Flyers. Nico Dawes deserves a beer after this game. Face-off percentage, 60% to the Devils, 40% to the Flyers. Power play percentage, Flyers were 1 for 3, Devils were 0 for 5. Devils are struggling mightily in the power play. And here's a fun fact for you. Ever since the beginning of January, the Devils have the second worst power play in the entire NHL. Only the Winnipeg Jets are worse. What a fall from grace from being one of the top power play teams in the NHL to falling to that far down. But remember, they're still ranked in the ninth position, I believe. It goes to show you how successful their power play was to kick off the year. And they greatly missed some of their key assets, including Dougie Hamilton. But we'll talk about that in a future episode. Hits 31 to 18 in favor of the Flyers. Block shots 26 to 15 in favor of the Flyers. Giveaways 13 to 7 in favor of the Devils. Takeaways dead even seven apiece. It wasn't the perfect outing for the Devils, but they kept their foot on the gas pedal. The Flyers may have creeped in on the Devils' lead, but they never really threatened to dethrone the Devils. It seemed like it was the Devils' game to lose, and they were playing in front of their home fans mostly. Because uh, according to a multiple reports, there weren't that many Flyers fans. There weren't really that many uh, cheers for the Flyers. And when the Flyers came out onto the rink, there were a lot of boos. So I think the Devils faithful did a good job of coming in droves to support the team at MetLife Stadium. But going back to, to the point, I think the Devils still played a good game for what it was worth. And I can't deny how good the game was. And they put up a touchdown, whereas the Flyers put up a field goal. So I kind of have to do this and take it how you want to take it. I'm going to give the Devils an A+. And I, once again, I'm just making a, an exception here. I'm giving them some extra credit points because of the event, because of what it meant, and the passion that this team was playing for, and the excitement they brought their fan base. I don't think I've seen one single complaint about uh, the overall uh, experience at MetLife Stadium for the stadium series. So I hope that the Islanders and Rangers game 
is just as good. So that's all the time I have for you on today's episode. Leave a comment down below about your thoughts on the stadium series and what you thought about the game and Nico Keisher's leadership. I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts. Once again, leave a comment down below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal X page app at Trey Matt four or the show's X page app at locked on devils. As for this episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Once again, it was freaking amazing.